For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Say what needs to be said. Mr. Pick 6 back with another episode. Week 2 with some exciting football, some good things and some bad things. Teams are starting to shape up. We're collecting a lot of data, and we get to see who they really are, see who they are becoming. Their true colors got to come out because you can't hide so long. It's 17 games, and we only had week two. But let's get into it. The Dolphins. The Dolphins went out there. They, they got a what I would like to call a good team victory. Coach Belichick is known for taking your uh, threats away, and the Dolphins had to adjust. Well, that was very impressive to me. But to a tongue of a lord, he had to adjust to this to this defense, which, which lined up pre, pre-snap read. They have like three, three safeties in the back, right? And for Tua being, what, third, fourth year in the NFL, maybe never seen this before, has to adjust. And he has to be a quarterback. And that's why I was impressed with Tua. He had to be a quarterback Sunday night. And he was. He was very effective throwing the ball, finding the open man, and, 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 and running the offense commanding the offense how it's supposed to be commanded. He was very precise, very effective. I really like I'm, I really like what Frank Smith is doing, the officer coordinator over there with Tua and all his weapons, Tyreek, Waddle, and, and Morris. Man, he's using the weapons how they post supposed to be used as a coach. And that's what you like as a team, as a player. And you have a coach like that, you know you're going to use me the right way so I can be effective, show my talent. And that's what's happening, man. That, that whole atmosphere... Looks like they're doing what they what they need to be doing, and and looks like it's fun for them, right? But let's get into it, right? But it, it, it ain't all positive, but it was a lot more positive than than negative, right? But I did see Tua still struggle with the deep ball. You see them still; they they wanted to throw it up to Tyreek, and he throws the ball short, or it, the arm kind of shows at times when he can't. Probably when he's not getting the rhythm, or he's not throwing it at at a time and deep deep route. You know what I mean? It's like when he's late. Throwing the ball or he sees a, a man open or he make a late decision, the ball can't get enough velocity on it when um he's making a late decision. But when he's on time and, and he knows he wanna throw it deep at this spot, it, the ball, the ball can get there. But he doesn't have the arm to make the late decision, right? But in order for them to be a championship team, I still have lingering questions, even though they was out there playing pretty good ball. That defense, man, is crazy. They're coming off them edges. And, and and being very disruptive. That's that that that's how you want your edges to come off the ball. And and they had Mac Jones under distress the whole time. But let's let's get back into it with the questions that I have lingering with Tua, right? Because from what I've seen, it's they're controlling the, the game. They're controlling the game, you know, they're ahead. But what if the Dolphins are down 14 points? They have a 14-point deficit that they gotta overcome, right? Now, the Dolphins, they have a quick a, a, a play action, quick pass game. It's not a it's not a read where the quarterback has the option. It doesn't look like it's a read where Tua has the option. It looks like it's a quick passing play action game. So with that being said, if you're down 14 points, you're not going to be able to be as effective with that quick play action passing game because 
the, the defense is going to be more honest and they're not going to go for the run as they would opposed to before. So now that you're down 14 points, linebackers, everybody's dropping back, everybody's licking their chops to, to get an interception. Now, will Tua be able to, to lead his team to glory or, 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 or make it competitive to give the, the team a winning chance if they're down 14 points or so? That's the only question I have because, like I said, it's a quick passing game. It's designed for Tua and, and company and, and his weapons. But what if it's adversity in the game and you're not winning and it's not going so good? That's the question I have, right? So down 14 points or more, can Tua come back and lead his team to victory? That's the only thing I got, the question I got. But, you know, with that being said, we're going to talk about Tyree Hill. We got to keep, like I said, we on this pace, on this pace with, with, uh, with Tyreek to get his 2,000 yards. Yesterday wasn't so good. Like I said, they had three... Three safeties back there from pregame snap. Then they adjusted. You know, the middle safety would come down sometimes, which is called the middle read. If y'all didn't um, know that, the middle safety is the middle read in, in most situations. But Tyree had four, five catches for 40 yards against the Patriots. Obviously, like I said, they was double teaming him. Having um, a lot of more things was open. Not uh, obviously. Other things was was, was open and, and, and um, Tua. Did a good job. So that puts Tyreek at a total of 255 yards this season with 16 catches. So he's still on his pace and he got to understand that's that's what's going. That's what he has to deal with in the future. And, you, you know, the Patriots laid that foundation. Patriots, Belichick say you're not going to catch 200 and something yards on us. So um, other teams are probably going to copy because the NFL, if you didn't know, it's a copycat league. That's the first thing I learned in the NFL. They see some work, they're going to jump all over it. So they're going to force um, the Dolphins to 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 drive the ball down the field more, right? But right now, the Dolphins are one of the top teams in the NFL from what I'm seeing. And, and if Tua keeps playing like that, yes, it's going to happen. The title that you see, it's going to happen. But I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. You wait. We gonna, Now we're going to talk about the Patriots. What can I say about the pay? I try not to talk about the Patriots, but I guess I, I just I, I talk about it. It's my old team, and I mean, like I don't have anything too positive to say. But let's get into it. Well, I mean, when are they going to realize that the Patriots organization, the, the, the executives, whoever, Bill Belichick? I'm not just trying to say him, but you have to recruit talent. You have to sign talent to play in this NFL. The NFL is the highest. The highest ranking the game in in in, in football, and you want to have subpar talent. You got to have top talent. You got to go out and sign top players. You can't just put together a team and think you're going to win. The team doesn't look like it's a, a, a NFL team just watching from television. You know, as a fan, and that's disappointing. It was it was sickening out there. When are we, when, when are we going to wake up? We can't just sign people because they're associated with people and. and and trying to build a team, you got to go get the players to play the game to win the game. I don't know what else to tell you, man. You can have a well-coached team all you want. Everybody can say your team is well-coached, but a well-coached team will not win against a team that is coached good with, with good athletes. You can't just be a well-coached team without talent. You got to be a well-coached team with talent to win the game. Now, you going out there, the Patriots look like a – supposed to be well-coached team without so much talent. I can only think of three people who are playmakers on the team, right? Well, three playmakers. Jadon, Matthew Jadon. You got to put uh, Kendrick Bourne in there, the running back, Stevenson. 
And 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 Christian Gonzalez, he shows signs of, of being a, a playmaker. But then he, I don't see the playmakers. Where are the playmakers? Matt Jones, yeah, you can put him in that category. But what you have to build a team. This is the NFL. You have 31 other teams that is trying to stack their team with the best players possible at each position to go out here and win the game. They are doing everything they can to win the Super Bowl. Why aren't the Patriots doing everything they can to win the Super Bowl? It's just like we're supposed to accept whatever happens, whoever he signs and deal with it. And, and whatever they put out in the media, that's what we're supposed to believe. No, man, everybody can see this. Everybody is woke. Everybody has woken up and nobody is going for it. Because when you lose and you can't hide behind the great Tom Brady, people are going to speak up. Yeah, I'm the first one to bring it up. So they attack me and act like I'm hating and all that stuff. No, that's not the case. I really wish it wouldn't end like this. I don't want it to end like this. I didn't come out with this thing for this to, to end like this. I really wanted Belichick to win. Go out there and win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Prove me wrong. I got to come back on this camera and say I apologize to Coach Belichick because I was wrong about everything I said. But you're proving me right. I wanted to be wrong. And you're proving me right. I wanted you to prove me wrong, go out here and win the Super Bowl. But once again, you're proving me wrong. And when I came out and, and, and said something and, and, and put this out here about the Tom Brady situation, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. I hope I was hoping you heard it and, and made some changes and said, you know what? I'm going to go out here and win the Super Bowl without Brady. But, you know, egos are egos in life. And, you know, some people just stuck in the ways and think, you know, what they have done or what the delusion of things look like and, and they stick to that but it was one great positive thing about that and i guess that's why they put him as the the great bell bill belichick and stuff like that 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 field goal block play was, was pretty amazing the field goal block man listen man it caught me all surprise i'm pretty sure other teams are going to try that play but you pioneered it. I guess I haven't seen it before. I don't know if anybody did it before, but you timed it up at the right time. And y'all, I'm sure y'all practiced that. That was a heck of a play. Salute to Coach Belichick and staff on that play, right? That was that was pretty good. But you ever look at the draft picks and since Matt Jones was drafted and, and who was there and who's still being effective and, and contributing to the team? It's not much. I can't really... I don't really see much of, of the team that he's putting together and, and to be successful and to help Mac Jones. Look at the, the receivers. Uh, he signs Juju uh, this offseason. And we hear the reports that came out, Juju. We're not trying to take no shots at Juju. We're talking about the team and what Mac Jones needs to be successful. Juju is not in his prime. He was not in his prime when he was signed here. He's another mid Talent guy in the NFL got a $30 million contract. You know what I mean? Or, or allegedly or supposedly. And if he was a top receiver, it would have 80, 90 million. You know what I mean? But for some reason, I don't know. He he likes to have a bunch of money in the cap every year. It's always a bunch of money left in, 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 in the cap. But when are we going to wake up Patriots organization and realize that we have to put talent on the team to be successful and win in the NFL? You got the Jets coming up, and then you got Dallas. These are two very, very talented teams. Yeah, you can act like you're out coaching him, and you can have an edge on this situation, this situation. Talent is going to prevail at the end of the situation. Everybody knows that. Everybody's seeing that. You can't hide from that. I don't know what you want your team to be or you want them to look like, but we got to get that together. I, 
I don't want it to end like this. I want Bill Belichick to prove me wrong so I could come back on here and say what needs to be said and say, you know what, Bill Belichick, Coach Bill Belichick, I apologize for what I said because I was wrong. I was wrong. You are the greatest coach ever. You proved me wrong and won the Super Bowl or got to the Super Bowl without Tom Brady. But like I said, you are proving me right. So what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And we're 0-2. Now these Cowboys, man, these Cowboys. These Cowboys are very impressive. These Cowboys are very impressive. It's a different Cowboy than, than before. I think the coach is holding people accountable. I think everybody's seeing the big picture. Everybody understands what winning is about, right? But on the team, the, the, the brightest spot on their team is everybody talking about, and we know, is Micah Parson, right? I got to take my... My previous statement back when I said uh, Chris Jones was the best defensive player in the NFL. I have to take that back. I'm wrong. Michael Parsons is the best defensive player in the NFL. Chris Jones, you right up there, but Michael Parsons, let me tell you, this Michael Parsons kid is, is, is exceptionally athlete, right? He can win a game on defense on his own. You, can, you have to account for him every play. Because you don't know where he might line up. He might line up at the nose guard. He might line up at tackle or defense end or outside linebacker, whatever defense they're running, a 4-3 or 3-4. So when you're in meetings through the week, coaches are going to tell you, watch out for number 11. Watch out for Michael Parson. Make sure you know where he is at at all times because if we don't block him, he will destroy this game. That's the type of player you're dealing with, right? He is the weapon that everyone, every team what desire to have on the team. Maybe not the Patriots and Belichick, but we ain't getting into that. He he is that type of dude. You put him on your team, and now you can have fun with the defensive scheme. Dan Quinn is having fun, like you see, you know, because you see him standing up at defensive tackle, still being destructive, right? He has wiggle. He has agility. He has a stop and go. I mean, his first step is off the chain. He going from for a defensive tackle, his first step is... Too quick. As soon as you go up, that 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 defense, that I mean, the officer tackle has to has to make a a, a big uh, a sudden move, and that's how he's able to just you know shake, use that wiggle in that first step. Man, he he has all the tools to be. Uh, let's just wait for the season. Before we go, we go on and start uh, talking all this greatness. Let's you know, you gotta. NFL is a long, is how long? It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So we ain't, we're not gonna give them the flowers just yet, right? It's only the second game of the season. I don't, third year for the young man. I don't know, but 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 shout out to Trayvon Diz. He got an interception. Like I said, I predicted them boys, Trayvon and Stefan, to have over 15 interceptions. So I think we had two right now. We had two. So you know, I gotta give them a shout out every time um, they 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 pop up with an interception. But overall, for, for the Dallas Cowboys, I think the difference is ultimately the offensive coordinator taking control, making this a more consistent offense. And when I say by that, by making this a more consistent offense, I say they're running the ball more, right? Now, when you run the ball more, it makes the pass more effective. It makes things more easy when you're, when you're, when you're running the ball. So now that he... I mean, I think they ran the ball 66 times, 66 times. That's pretty good for the Cowboys, right? Now, it's more balanced. Now the receiver can get on top of the, the linebackers when they're moving around in the slots and stuff like that. The read won't, it won't be so tight. The ball, the deck has to complete because they have to respect the run more. So, you know, big ups to, to uh, the Cowboys being more committed to 
to the run this year as opposed to before. But Cowboys and Dolphins, Super Bowl in Las Vegas, February 11, 2024. Super Bowl 58. That's my prediction right now. Everything go like it's supposed to go. We got the Cowboys and the Dolphins going to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it. Now, let's get into these. Uh, let's talk about these Jets, right? Because there's a lot of disappointment, but um, everybody's expectations kind of left and drifted away because of, you know, the situation with Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, we got a new situation and we got to deal with what we got. And I'm a fan of the sport, so I like to see what people going to do in talent, how pr- talent prevails, you know, and from making it to one level to the next. And and, and we, we, we got a situation with Zach Wilson, you know, top quarterback that was drafted, you know, in the top in the NFL draft, right? Zach Wilson, everybody don't, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out where to blame him and put it on him, say he has to do better, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. I'm not too disappointed with Zach Wilson. I really didn't see him taking a step backwards. I seen a little improvement in the kid, right? I don't know about before, but now I see the improvement. But the difference is I think they're giving him a chance. I mean, they're not giving him a chance as like I was talking with the Cowboys. They are living in the past as if they still have Aaron Rodgers, but he has to make do with the situation because, you know, he's in the fire. So when I say the the coaching staff is still in the mentality that they have Aaron Rodgers, they are designing the plays that they think that work for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not there. I know you had him for all the summer and and it it was kind of cemented in your head that he would be your quarterback, but you got to get rid of that mentality. He is out of there. Aaron Rodgers is gone. You can't be around here slinging the ball, throwing it left and right because you don't have Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson is there now. So now you have to adjust. You have to adjust. This is a kid that is coming to his own, trying to find his way in the NFL. So you have to adjust. You have to do the things that's going to build his confidence through the game. Give him run plays. Give him a lot of run plays. Give him some play actions, right? Don't just line him back up back there at at play action. And don't just line him up at shotgun and expect him to be successful as you think Aaron Rodgers was going to be. You don't have Aaron Rodgers. So do do things to build up his confidence. Short passes, quick passes. You got a, a guy like Michael Parsons and the, and the Dallas defense coming after him. You can't expect him to do too much. You can't put the put the game on him. And then you, what, you run the ball 44 times, but Bryce Hall only get four carries for 19 yards, and you're expecting Zach Wilson. You're putting it on Zach Wilson's back? No, that's unacceptable. You have to adjust – Aaron Rodgers is gone. Get rid of that mentality. This kid is here. He is improved. I see it in his eyes. He has a different mentality. He's trying. He's trying in his own weird way. You know what I mean? Even when the touchdown, he was about to throw the ball. Gary Wilson made a good move on Diggs. And he was about to throw the ball. And they hit his arm. And he was like, it's about to be a touchdown. You know what I mean? He, he could feel it. He could see it. He took off on the ball. He, he ran a few times. And and gain first downs. He was building his confidence. You know, you can see, you can feel it. But it's just hard when you got a a, 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 a kid like Michael Parsons on the other side. So he was trying. I got to put that, I got to, I got to put that on the offensive coordinator. That's on the offensive coordinator, that game. Y'all, y'all didn't make the adjustments to, 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 to win that game and put the quarterback in the, in the team in a better position to win. You just thought this is Aaron Rodgers or, this is Aaron Rodgers' backup, and he knows how to play just like Aaron Rodgers. No, you have to get rid of that mentality, that delusion that, you know, you was finna do all these 
uh, great things this year and make the adjustments and help the team be successful, right? But like I said, Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, Super Bowl in Las Vegas, February 11, 2024. Say what needs to be said. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.